variety of topics to help you profitably grow your Amazon store. Be your own boss, set your own hours, get rich quick. I'm sure you've heard this before. Nothing comes easy but with Amazon FBA's launch supercharge the process to grow a sustainable, scalable, and profitable FBA business right now. Get personalized one-on-one -on -one coaching, daily online arbitrage leads lists, assistance with ungating, seller central account feedback, and much more. Visit fbaprofits.us and click FBA launch to learn more. Zoomy. So recently we talked about the buy box. You and I were surprised at the fact that we hadn't really gone into a deep dive on the buy box. I'm sure we talked about it many times in other places and other opportunities, but we spent significant time finally, thank you for finding that out, on the buy box. And so today, with your guidance, we're going to go more into the buy box. It's something you brought up in that that podcast and that you, that video, which is a suppression of the buy box. And I, I know I see that from time to time. And I started thinking I was really smart in noticing on the right-hand side, it didn't have the buy now or the buy box and click from all of those thinking I was getting a great deal. But lo and behold, even all those other deals might not be the best deal. And I'll, I'll pass it over to you now on to, you know, why, why the buy box gets suppressed. And then I guess as sellers, what can we do to try to magically have that buy box pop back up and we can be the big winner, right? Magically. Yeah. Magically. <laughs> yeah. So um, the buy box, I mean, just to recap the, the, the key points from the last podcast um, over 80% of the sales happen in, uh, in the buy box. So having the buy box is extremely important, um, you know, and, and there are a number of different reasons why Amazon um, suppresses the buy box. Uh, we'll go over three main ones today, and then we'll talk about a couple of different strategies that we as sellers can, uh, can implement to get the buy box to come back, uh, to get unsuppressed. Um, so just, just you know, when, when you're on the product page of, of um, uh, on Amazon for any any ASIN, if there is no buy box on the right hand side, in other, in other words, that there is no buy now button on there, and all you see is a link that says see all buying options, that means that the buy box is suppressed. Um, and when you click on that see all buying option, then it just gives you a list of all the different sellers that are selling that product, and then you get to choose which one you want to purchase from. And generally speaking, most people, if they are going to buy uh, a product with, with the buy box being suppressed, they're going to buy the lowest price. So why are, you know, what are the main reasons why Amazon suppresses the buy box? And uh, there are three main reasons that, that we can talk about uh, today. Um, the first one is the most obvious one. is just that Amazon's algorithms feel that the price is too high, that the lowest price of any seller offering that product is too high. And um, what Amazon's algorithm does is it actually not only compares the current uh, lowest price of a product to its historical price, but it also compares it to what this product is selling on other platforms, on Walmart, on, on eBay, on Target, on, on all the other marketplaces that are quote unquote their competitors. Um, and if they find that that price that it's being listed on in a different uh, platform, different marketplace, is significantly lower than the lowest price that any of the sellers are willing to sell it for on amazon.com, 
then they suppress the buy box. One of the things that a lot of sellers aren't aware of, but uh, there, there are some sellers that have multiple uh, stores on different marketplaces. So, you know, you have a Amazon.com account, then you have a Walmart uh, WFS account, you might be selling on Kmart, on Target, on eBay. And when you sign up for Amazon and you, and you sort of give them your information, their algorithms are pretty good at knowing that the fact that they're finding your store on the other platforms. So some sellers, you know, on Walmart, they might have their price at selling this exact same product at $14, whereas on Amazon, their reprice or prices it at $22. So Amazon sees that and says, wait a second, customers can buy from the exact same seller on a different marketplace at significantly lower price, so they suppress the buy box. Most of the time, it's not that it's they're looking at your specific um, storefront. They're looking at all the other sellers that are selling on these other marketplaces. And if the prices are lower at these on, on, on their competitors' websites, they suppress the buy box um, so that uh, to, to sort of signal uh, to the sellers that hey you need to lower prices so that we can, you know, because Amazon is very customer centric and they want as low of a price as possible. Um, a second reason why the buy box is suppressed or can get suppressed um, is that for whatever reason, the demand has significantly dropped for that product. Uh, a couple of reasons why demand could drop. One is the price is too high. So if, you know, so the lowest price is, at 21, $24, and um, people can actually find this product for $14 on a different website, they usually, a lot of them will go to the other website and buy it. There are, you know, people are still shopping across multiple places. They can go and search for on Google and see what all the other prices are for one product. So that lowers the demand on Amazon, uh, which then kicks in the algorithm to say, wait, the demand has gone down which means that either the price is higher or something else is happening. So then it suppresses the buy box to try to sort of signal to the sellers, hey, we need to fix this issue. And I know you're focused on price in regards to that suppression, but sometimes for those products, it can also be maybe a quality issue or something's happened with the brand or whatever that seller is where there's a trust factor that's, I don't know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say broken, but certainly it's under question. And much to your point, Amazon's out to protect the buyer so they're going to suppress it, sort of slowing the sales of it, especially if that fluctuation's downward. Maybe something's happening besides the price. It could be a trust factor on the brand or the quality of the the good, right? Take it easy, Leland. We're not to point three yet. No, oh, sorry. Going there. <laughs> How was I supposed to know? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, you're you're absolutely right. But uh, the the demand can also drop because the product is is uh, is a seasonal product. Right. So let's say that um, we just finished Q4. Let's say that or it's winter time right now and we're trying to sell ski uh, ski posts or ski uh, skis um, or gloves, uh, warm with cold weather gloves. And, you know, it's, it's going to get to a point where people aren't going to need those things. So demand drops. If the price doesn't drop with the demand, then and, and the sellers keep the price high. Amazon will suppress the buy box uh, because they say the demand is low, so you need to lower your price so you can get the inventory out. And then the third point to your to your point, uh, or the <laughs> I, just to reason, be clear, I thought third point was going to be BSR challenges, but 
Yeah, I did. I didn't know. Th- I thought those were bundled. I thought BSR was going to be the third if, challenge, but I, I got if you. Anyone ever ever suspects us to having the, the these shows uh, scripted? How dare you? I think all they have to do is to listen to us talk. <laughs> it's and just it's just it, a race of knowledge, right? You and I just talking, <laughs> sharing our knowledge to each other and everybody else at, at the same time. That's right. Um. So, but yeah, the 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 third point or the third reason that the buy box could be suppressed is that there's, um, you know, the number of sellers has dropped to the point where the few that are left have bad metrics um, that they, they don't, you know, they, they don't have a good, that their return rate is high. They, they're, uh, you know, that they, they have negative ratings, a lot of negative ratings, they have you know, less than less than 90% positive ratings, or 70% positive ratings. And like you said, there's no trust factor that trust factor has dropped um, from the seller's perspective and Amazon sees that and says hold on we're not gonna keep the buy box active because these sellers haven't earned the to be eligible for the buy box you know buy box eligibility is something we talked about on the last podcast where you need to be buy box eligible for any product to get the buy box so if you as a seller your seller metrics are not buyer uh, buy box eligible then and, and you're the only seller or the only sellers are not buy box eligible, then the buy box will get suppressed. Yes. So those are the three main reasons. And now it makes more sense with the BSR, because if you have significant changes, negative changes, so then that not that the BSR is getting lower, it's actually getting higher. That has a tendency to have something to do with the amount of sales. And that's going to be the trust factor or it's going to be the seller, not enough of good qualified sellers on it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, and generally speaking, as soon as the buy box gets suppressed, BSR is going to go the wrong way. Of course, right? yeah, you're missing out on 82% of exactly. the sales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So it, it's it, the BSR goes hand in hand with the buy box suppression. The, as soon as the buy box is active, the BSR should drop uh, as soon as it gets suppressed it, because most people aren't going to have that, that hey, buy now button. They will move on to something else or... Uh, it does have a significant impact on sales. So let's say we're we're new at doing the sales and we see on a, one of our products that buy box goes away. Is it really something we can do or are we just stuck with riding that wave because, you know, Amazon, the machine has turned it off? Well, there, there's definitely things we can do. Um, one, of, one of the first things that as a seller, especially if it's a product that you have a lot of or that you, it's a replenishable for you, um, and you, it's been selling well, but for what some for some reason it actually the buy box goes unsuppressed. The first thing to do is to actually go on Amazon and f- see if you can figure out why the buy box got uns- got suppressed. Um, and it's easy. We'll work backwards on the three uh, on the three items that we just talked about. First, you look at the sellers. Are the sellers all the sellers that are on there? Um, are is everybody just their metrics are low, and that's why Amazon did that? Hopefully, if you are on that listing, your metrics aren't bad. So that that should eliminate that issue, right? Because we're trying to determine why something is, uh, why something has caused Amazon's algorithm to suppress a buy box. So if you if your seller metrics are good and the buy box is still suppressed, well, is it a seasonal item? Is there a reason why demand has dropped for it? Um, and if it is a seasonal item, or if there is a reason for why demand has dropped, then it actually gives you a better understanding of, um, of what to do. Um, but the main thing that will solve this problem, the number one thing that will solve it is to lower your price, right? Because that's 
if everything else is is the same, then Amazon's uh, suppressing the buy box is just telling you that they think that your that the lowest price is too high. So by lowering the price, you could get the buy box, but it takes some time. It takes a little bit of effort and work. You need to lower the price by a little bit and then go back and check it 15 minutes to 24 hours later and see if you got the buy box. If not, lower it by a little bit more and do that trial and error until you find that sweet spot of what Amazon's algorithm believes is the correct price to get the buy box back up. Now you can do this manually or you can set your repricer to do it. Mm-hmm which brings us to a very key point on on, on how to manage products uh, and inventory that get the buy box suppressed. Because most repricers, I mean, we we work a lot with Beacool. We love that repricer. And and I know that they have this function, and most repricers do. But most repricers, when you set your rules, you set the rule to get the buy box. the rule is to win the buy box. And then when you have the buy box, oscillate the price up. And so to keep you in the buy box, but get you the most margins. And that's what the repricer is doing. So when the buy box gets suppressed, there's no buy box. That item no longer gets repriced by your repricer because your repricer is waiting for the buy box. So if there's no buy box, it stops repricing. So when it stops repricing, based on how you've set up your rule, it either goes and sets your price at the max, it sets your price at your min, or it, set, it doesn't, it sets your price at whatever price it was when the buy box got suppressed and then just leaves it until the buy box comes back, depending on how you've set up your rules. So a couple of th- things that are important on that front in that first, you want to make sure you go into your repricer and have a secondary um, rule that that reprices your products when the buy box gets suppressed. And this takes work, right? Because you need to, whenever you see that one of your products has the buy box suppressed, you have to go into your repricer and change the rule assigned to that to that item. So that now it's not looking for the buy box, it's just repricing based on the lowest price. And you want to be the lowest price. That's to get the sales when the buy box is, is suppressed. Generally speaking, you have to be the lowest price. Um, and then you have to change your min and max. Uh, you, you know, if, if your repricer's max is really high and when the buy box is suppressed, it goes directly to the max, it automatically kicks you out of the chances of getting any sales. So you got to lower your max and maybe uh, tweak your min as well in order to fit to get the lowest price. So that, that's important to be on top of your repricer so that you have a new rule or secondary rule for when the buy box is suppressed. And then also to go in and change your min and max and lower it so that you can continue getting the buy box or get, getting the sales and staying as the lowest, uh, as the lowest offer. Um, and then when buy box comes back, if you don't change that rule and you only set it so that it goes to the lowest, you're still gonna, your repricer is still gonna work because it's going to work, but it's going to work against the lowest sale, lowest offer uh, offer that's there. So a lot of times that means that you're now competing with non-FBA sellers, um, and you know you might be leaving some profits on on the table. So it's important that as soon as you get the buy box, you go back to your repricer and change the rule so that it goes back to winning, competing with winning the buy box, not just the lowest price. So. 
let's take one little step here. How frequently are you seeing suppression on products for the buy box? So if you're new to this and you're using lead lists or you found some good replenishables, how often are you going to need to worry about this out of a hundred products or a thousand products? So the, the, there is no um, data that I know of as far as percentage-wise or how, how often it happens. Right. But one of the things that um, as a seller, you should always be doing is checking your inventory versus your velocity. Mm. Um, so if you have something, you know, you sent in 20 units of something uh, two months ago and you haven't seen any sales on it, well, you should have checked that uh, before, right? So it usually takes a couple of weeks for the product to hit your Amazon account when you send it in. And then you go in and you set your repricer and it starts working. So once your repricer is set and you don't get any, any, uh, any sales on an inventory in say two to four weeks, you should go in and check. Ideally, you want to check every week. Mm -hmm. right? Once a week, just go through your inventory and you can do it from your managed inventory page on Amazon because it shows you what the future offer is and what the lowest price is. So if there is no featured offer, that means that the buy box is suppressed. Right? So there's ways you can quickly scan and see exactly which ones yeah. you need to look at. So it's not you're clicking ones that you don't need to. You're only clicking the ones that you need to, to look exactly. at. So one of the things that came up on one of our recent meetups was dropping a price too severely to move inventory. We've talked about this before, right? Sometimes you get locked up inventory. Sometimes you don't. So I would imagine there's some type of business decision that would need to be made on some products with this also where you need to figure out how low you really want to drop it and then how long you're willing to wait. Cause I could imagine as a secondary sort of strategy, maybe waiting for somebody else to do all this heavy lifting, the buy box comes back and then you're back in the mix again. So is there advantages to being the first mover to getting the buy box back and, and being that first one, do you want to wait or do you just want to focus on your ROI and then if you have inventory sitting there, you just wait until it gets too old, right? Um, there's competing interests. There is. And, and there's there a couple of points on that. One is if you have room in your ROI requirement, in other words, if you can lower your price and still have be, be at or above the minimum ROI requirement for you, then you should definitely lower your price mm -hmm. because you know, you're willing to go down to your minimum and still be profitable. Uh, if, if the price is below your minimum, and the product you've just sent in, there's no reason for you to chase it down and liquidate or take a loss on it, right? The goal is ideally to sell out your inventory every 90 days. It doesn't generally always happen that way. There are inventory that sell within 30 days, some that sell in 60 days, some that won't sell for you know, six months or longer. Um, Amazon this year start, uh, announced that they're gonna start charging storage fees, higher storage fees at 271 days. So what we're talking to our clients about now is you want to make sure that you sell even the long tail inventory before that 271 day mark hits. So at 271, Amazon starts charging $1.50 per square foot for storage. And then at 365, they start charging 260 per square foot. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pay those storage fees. So you want to get sell within 270 days. So to your point, if, you see that you're close to the buy box, you need to lower your price and you're at 180 days in inventory, then yeah, you definitely should be trying to get those sales because you want to, you want to sell them. You know, six months has passed. You haven't gotten all of your inventory sold. It's time 
to get those souls so that you don't all of your profits don't go out the door with the higher uh, storage fees. Yeah, so. All right. So solutions to it really boils down to one of your favorite topics, which is a repricer. Mm. Yeah, it sounds think- like there's work to be done if you're using the Amazon repricer, but you can make it work that way. It just requires attention and making sure you know what happens once a week, or especially if you start micking around with the pricing every couple of days. Um, yeah. And, and when you set your pricing on Amazon, you also want to make sure that you check your repricer so that you're not going below what your minimum is, right? right. Because if it's an, a third party repricer, it will just jump it right back up. So you, it's a little bit of work where you want to make sure that everything is matching. Yep. Good. But it's, you know, the buy box suppression is something that nobody likes. Uh, but when it happens, if you as, as a seller are on top of it and take the steps that you need to either be the lowest price or to figure out where you can get the buy box back up. Um, it will definitely help you get more sales on that product than somebody, some other sellers who are just waiting for the buy box to come back or waiting for, you know, something to change. Makes sense. Thanks, Ubi. Excellent. That was good Good one. Thank you for listening to the FBA Profits. Keep up to date with news, events, and all things FBA on their website fbaprofits.us 